0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sports Ethos NBA DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Keith Cork, and I am joined as I am uh, every Saturday here now until forever, rightly, uh, by my good friend here, Mr. Lee Schwartz. Uh, Now, it won't be forever. Obviously, the uh, NBA season coming to a close, but we still have playoff basketball, baby, and it is four games. These are the heaviest slates of the playoffs at this point in time because it is the first round, obviously so the most games uh, available, and so we will have four-game slates here. Uh, those slates will get smaller and smaller as the days went on here, but four games is, like, right in my wheelhouse, Lee, so I love this uh, this kind of, like, four- or five-game slate. So uh, I didn't do so hot in the last one, so I had, I had some big misses there, so sorry about that, guys. Uh, hopefully I'll do better on this one, but I'm feeling pretty good about this slate. How are you feeling? Yeah, I got
1: some really uh, plays I love, and, and one thing that uh, Hunter Schwartz, our colleague, pointed out yesterday is that with so many Playoffs, the starters play, and honestly, you check out some of these team lineups, only they're only playing seven, eight guys a game. So it uh, really makes those mid-tier guys really valuable right now because there isn't a lot of those three and $4,000 guys out there with all the
0: starters playing so many minutes. Yeah, I think that was part of my problem is I tried to overthink and get some of these like under-four-grand guys, and it's just not – not working out there. Uh, there's just so there's so much that um, so many times that they're going to run eight and rotations and just literally go nowhere. Also, uh, pretty tough to roster those guys. But I think I have maybe, you know, I don't think I have any guys. In, I have one guy. It looks like under four thousand here that I'm going to call out there. But it's kind of a uh, Oh, two guys. Actually, uh, we'll get to it. Let's just get to it. We've got a four game slate here. Uh, we've got the Lakers and the Memphis Grizzlies. We've got the Memphis Grizzlies favored by three and a half points in this one. And a 227.5 game total might be old. Uh, that might be old numbers there. Might have shifted since I last looked. That was a couple hours ago. But uh, looks like uh, we do have Brandon Clark and Steven Adams obviously out for the Memphis Grizzlies. So we still have uh, Xavier Toman uh, holding down the center position for the uh, for the Grizz. Uh, let me just you know, start with you, Lee. Who do you like here uh, in this game? Well, Lakers side of
1: things, it's really tough to get past the starting lineup for the most part, like for the same reasons we just talked about. Those guys are all playing so many minutes right now. So certainly AD and LeBron are always good plays. Russell at 6,800, I don't know. He's. I think I can find better guard options for that price. Right. And same with Reeves at 6,300. I like the player. I just don't like the price tag on it. So for me right now, in terms of the Laker game, right now the only player I might actually get in some lineups is maybe Schroeder. So yeah. Now on the Memphis side, I love Jaron Jackson Jr. Last three games, 49.5 fantasy points per game on about 33 minutes. So he's uh, kind of becoming the center we all thought he could be. And I kind of expect him to really kind of ball out this game. Bain, again, another guy at uh, 8,600. Love the player. Just 8,600 is too much for me to be playing. Pretty too precious. much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Luke Kennard at 5,500. Maybe 35 fantasy points per game last two. But... This is not a game I'm probably going to have more than maybe one or two guys
0: in my lineup from. How about you? Yeah, uh, yeah it's pre- pretty similar here. I do have some interest in some of these guys. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just say LeBron James, ten seven. I do have interest there for sure. I think, you know, as you said, you got to play the stars. Uh, when I'm looking at the guys, I'm looking, you know, across the board here. I do have a couple other stars here that I'm going to call out. But uh, LBJ is somebody that I'm looking to work into my lineups here because I do do feel like uh, this is going to be – a good matchup for him. It's going to be an up and down pace. Uh, he's going to be able to guard John Morant on certain, uh, you know, plays. That's going to energize him. I feel like he's, you know, he's getting to near the to the last hurrah uh, pretty soon. I mean, you know, the guy seems like he's timeless, but uh, time does de- defeat everybody. So, uh, looking for him to kind of show out here and uh, and show us, you know, he still got it. So, ten seven for LeBron James. I am looking there. Uh, but yeah, as you mentioned, Dennis Schroeder at five thousand. Definitely in my player pool. Uh, one of the cheaper options that's going to pretty much guaranteed see twenty five plus minutes. Uh, you really can't go wrong there. The guy I do have a guy on the Lakers under four thousand that I'm interested in, and it is Troy Brown Jr. at thirty eight hundred. Don't know, you know, again, uh, you know, you never know with these rotations. Are. They're going to cut people out here and there, so I don't really know if he's for sure going to get into the lineup. But I do feel like I got I got the feeling that he's going to get in there. Just he's like a Swiss Army knife, this guy, uh, and he's actually a more talented player than you know usually his box scores indicate. So uh, hopefully he can get on the floor for 15 to 20 minutes. I think he's a, a guy sub 4,000 that you can look at. Obviously that's a risky play, so I'm not suggesting it for any cash builds at all. But for GPPs, I think he is somebody you can uh, maybe throw a dart a dart throw at. Um, on the other side, I got a couple guys here that are mid tier that I'm interested in. I've got Dylan Brooks. At 6,100, as sixty one hundred, as Lebron called him, the shot maker Dylan Brooks, which has kind of surprised me because he's more of a shot misser uh, usually. But hey, if he does make those shots, he does love to chuck them. Uh, so he is always a guy that I have interest in. He's always a guy that I've kind of got in around around my vision in my player pool. Sixty one hundred is a price uh, tag that I'm not super interested in paying, to be honest with you, but. Uh, you know, again, this is a four game slate. I can't be super duper picky, so I do, I do have him in my pool here. Uh, Xavier Tillman at 5200 is another guy I'm looking at. Uh, just because the Lakers, you know, they're playing uh, Anthony Davis at the center, he doesn't like to play center. Uh, they their backup center situation is iffy at best. Mo Bamba is, is back supposedly, but not playing. Winyan Gabriel is not, you know, not really intimidating at all. So I do like Xavier Tillman at 5200 a little bit here as well. Those are a couple of uh mid tier plays, so um. All right, Miami and Milwaukee, we have Miami favored by nine points. And we have a uh, pretty gross total here of 218.5. They must have watched that Heat-Sweet Bulls game where it was like uh, they built two whole brick houses in that game, I think. <laughs> it was really disgusting to watch that. Anyways, um... So uh, Milwaukee's favored by a lot. There's some blow-up potential here. Uh, Kyle Lowry is questionable with a knee injury and Gabe Vincent questionable with a hip injury. I find it highly doubtful that both of those guys sit out probably one of them plays, so we'll have to just kind of keep our eye on that to see who does. Whoever does play might be a decent play. I'm just not sure who does yet, so I'm just keeping them both out of my player pool for now. Um, If they both don't play, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and throw this guy out there before I give you the floor here, uh, Lee. It's it's Oladipo, Victor Oladipo at 3,700. If both those guys are out, this is my other sub-4,000 guy you can go to. I think everyone's going to have him if both those guys are out. Uh, but he's going to play that um, that point guard position for about 25-plus minutes, even though he's pretty much on the outskirts of the rotation right now. So uh, keep your eyes on those uh, you know, injury news there. Depot's a good player if both those guys are out. But uh, who are you looking at in this game otherwise here, Lee? Yeah, it's kind of a
1: dilemma because the uh, there's so many great players in this game, and yet the point total is less than any other game in the slate. So... Something to think about. And then, uh, like I mentioned earlier, about teams playing uh, got limited players, they only, the uh, Heat only played eight guys against the Bulls total, and they only played seven guys more than ten minutes against the Hawks the game before that. So they're really not playing guys a lot. I love Oladipo. I've loved him all season. I've loved him his whole career, honestly. But he, he was a coach's decision. Did not play last game, so yeah. it's only if there is going to be injuries that I would I would want to get him into my lineups. So otherwise, he's uh, kind of a good example of a guy who had pretty fair value during the regular season. You know, at three four thousand, and you could always count on him to at least get maybe 15, 20 minutes of, of playing time. And now it's like like I said, last game he didn't play at all. So it's yeah. hard to hard to really count on him. Struess is obviously a guy that we should be looking at after the game he just had, yeah. but are we points chasing by doing that? I don't know. Yeah. He forty three and a half fantasy points per game his last game. It's only forty eight hundred, so he's certainly worth thinking about, and he's probably going to be in that starting lineup for sure.
0: Yeah,
1: Lowry another guy fifty six hundred uh, last game not so great because he got hurt, but the game before that on fire. I mean hitting three after three. He's at fifty six hundred today, and I guess if he's probably if he's going to start, I'm probably going to have some Lowry in my lineup. Vincent's also questionable. Like you mentioned Uh, Butler and bam, not too bad at those prices. Uh, Kevin love at 4,000. He's another guy that is he going to play 10 minutes? or Is he going to play 20 minutes? It just makes a huge difference, but Kevin love at 4,000 might be the way that you're able to get two or three of the top guys into your lineup. So maybe he's a risk worth taking in this game on the Milwaukee side. You know, he's certainly Giannis is is always a good play. Yeah. For me, though, I like Drew Holiday. uh, He's just a gamer. He's the kind of guy that just shines in games like this, especially against a tough team like Miami. Uh, He's 8,500, so he's certainly not cheap. But uh, Middleton, if he plays, I'm not playing him at 8,000, just too much. And the same with Lopez and Portis at center, at power forward. Uh, 6,600 for Lopez, 6,000 for Portis. Again, not bad plays, but I like – I mean, uh, Zubac is only – 5400. I'd rather yeah. play him than than
0: to pay up for one of those other two guys. How about yeah. you? Yeah, I've got uh, I've got the same guys. So it's really nothing nothing surprising here. Uh, yeah. Rick Lopez and Bobby Portis on the on the Milwaukee side. I feel like they're they're decent plays, like you said. I'm not going out of my way to get them, but if I happen to have the salary to, to fit them in my lineups, I think I actually did an up on Bobby Portis in my dummy lineup I made on DraftKings. So um, I don't mind going there. It's fine. Uh, Jay Crowder actually is another guy that you didn't mention that I have in my pool here at 4400. You know, a guy that's kind of been his his uh, role's been in flux, but I feel like you know now that it's uh, playoff time, we're gonna get Jay Crowder time. I mean, he's a guy that you know has served uh, some some very uh, a lot of minutes on a lot of uh, very good playoff teams, and I feel like they're gonna try to get him up to speed and play him uh, as kind of a a good little X factor here in these playoffs. So I'm looking at him at 4,400 as well. And if this game gets out of hand, I mean, they might run him for an extra few minutes as well. Uh, I, I could see that happening. So uh, maybe give Giannis a, a few minutes more on the bench, you know, we'll see how that goes. But uh, I do like Jake Crowder 4,400. Again, that's more of a dart throw. It's not a guaranteed value thing at all. Uh, but yeah, as you mentioned on the Heat, uh, really can't find myself getting to Jimmy Butler uh, or Bam Adebayo. So uh, I do like Kevin Love at 4,000. You already mentioned him, so... Not much more to add there besides the fact that he only got 11 minutes in the last game. Um you're hoping that he creeps up to, you know, 15, 16, 17 minutes. If he gets that many minutes at four thousand, then you're you're cooking on this kind of slate. So uh that's all we're hoping for and it's possible. As long as it's possible, he's in my player pool. So there you go. Um Yeah, yeah. I like uh Jay Crowder too. It's a got to a
1: call on that one. And, and funny thing I noticed the other day watching the Wolves game are Torian Prince and Jay Crowder the same guy.
0: <laughs> they're they, very similar players, yeah. They, they look are. the same and they do yeah. almost the exact same thing on the court when they're there. So they have a lot of similarities, and, uh, yeah, I, I like that. Uh, that's true. So uh, he's a spiritual successor to Jake Crowder, uh, Torian <laughs> Prince's. is. Um, but, yeah, so that's that game. Uh, let's move on, though, to the Clippers and Phoenix Suns, which is going to be a, a fun one, I think. Uh, Phoenix Suns, which is kind of surprising to me, but they're favored by seven points. Uh, I guess they I mean, they have an old guy named Kevin Durant, so I guess that's not super surprising. <laughs> but uh, 225.5 is the game total there. Uh, let me just go ahead and start here, Lee. Uh, you know, on Suns' side, uh, I, I'm going to get either Devin Booker or Kevin Durant into my lineups. It's just going to happen. Uh, Durant at 9,000 is almost criminally underpriced, I feel like. Uh, but to surprise everybody a little bit, maybe, I, I actually lean more Booker at 9,100. And here's why. Um, watching the Suns play ba- play basketball with their full squad with Kevin Durant in and healthy. Uh, Booker, I, I've said this multiple times in this pod, but he gets the cleanest shots of his career. Uh, with Kevin Durant and Chris Paul on the floor with him and so I'm looking for him uh, to potentially go off and get 40 plus points in this one which is crazy but it's it's, it's possible I mean I know the Clippers are a decent defensive team uh, you know they've been a little underwhelming this season but they they have that ability to really turn up the defense but uh, I really do feel like Duiker, you know they're gonna have their hands full trying to guard Durant uh, and trying to stop you know Chris Paul from getting his little mid-range there uh Booker's just going to get so many easy shots, so many open looks. I'm looking for him to score the basketball a whole lot. And, I mean, if he's not scoring a whole lot, he could, you know, rack up uh, quite a few assists as well uh, with those other guys in the lineup as well. So uh, I'm looking at these stars. I'm going to give turn it over to you here to talk about uh, Phoenix and Clippers. Uh, but how do you feel about those two stars on Phoenix there, Lee?
1: Yeah, I, uh, you know, the funny thing is I just don't tend to pay up for shooting guards as much as a lot of other people do, like Spida Mitchell went off tonight and uh, yeah. Devin Booker. Very easily could go for 40 points tomorrow. I I uh, kind of tend to usually spend more on the uh, on the point guard side of the of the backcourt, but uh, in this game specifically, I love Kawhi without Paul George in lineup. Uh, you know, 10,200. He's certainly not cheap, but he's again he's not points dependent. He's probably gonna have a good, well-rounded game and probably get a lot of usage with Paul George out. And like I mentioned before, Zubats at 5,400. I going of lock him into almost all my lineups as well, just because he's got. 40-point potential at that 5,400 price. But beyond that, I really don't like a lot of guys on the Clippers side. On the Phoenix side, to me, Kevin Durant is the free space on the board of your bingo card here. <laughs> you know, at, at nine, even at 9,000, a fresh Kevin Durant come, ready for this playoff game without any limits and limitations and and uh, probably going to get the ball a lot. I like I, He'll be in every single lineup I have. The only problem you have with Durant is he'll be in everybody else's lineup as well. There is no differentiation by playing Kevin Durant. He's going to be in 80% of the lineups tomorrow probably. So, yeah, certainly you can fade him, but like I talked about with Devin Booker, 9100 is just a little bit higher than I want to pay for a shooting guard. Chris Paul 7100. I like it. He's a it's, it's playoff Chris Paul. You know, he's probably going to get 14 assists and he's probably going to hit at least get close to five times value at that 7100 price. Aiton has certainly been much better in April, much better the, since the All-Star break, but at 6,500, again, I can go back to Zubat at 5,400, and then there's really, a, like we talked about before, it's this is such a starter-driven slate that it's really tough to get too far into the bench for the, for the Suns.
0: Yeah, I'm not looking at the bench of the Suns at all. I am looking, though, at a couple guys that are um, maybe, I mean, not even bench players, one of them's a starter, but... Uh, starter slash bench players, kind of uh, borderline guys for the Clippers. Batum, Nicholas Batum at 4800 uh, I am looking at him as well as Eric Gordon at 4600 I don't think, I, it's hard for me to judge which of these guys is going to get the minutes here. Um, but I feel like Batum's probably the safer one. Batum's the guy that's going to bring the defense. And uh, the only problem with playing Batum is that, you know, he might get 25 minutes and he might, you know, score like five fancy points. Like right. <laughs> sometimes he just stands, stands in the corner and doesn't do a whole lot. But there are games where he gets steals uh, and threes galore, uh, so I'm hoping for one of those uh, stealing games if I do play him. So, uh, before we head this last game, guys, we do we are going to do a lineup lock show tomorrow. Uh, I will be on it. It might be me, just me again, but 1:30 uh, p.m. Central, uh, right before a lock, 30 minutes before a lock. Please do tune into that. Also, go to esportsethos.com and get the DFS pass, please. Uh, you know, we can definitely lead you guys through the rest of the playoffs here uh, at a very low price. So, DFS pass at esportsethos.com. And uh, last game we have here, uh, Lee, is Minnesota and Denver, which is an interesting matchup, honestly, for a 1-8. But Denver uh, is favored by 7.5 points, a 225 game total. Uh, So let me just have at it, man. Uh, Who do you like in this game? Well, first,
1: I will also be tuning in to your live Before Lock show. You're doing a really nice job with those. Thank you for uh, taking that time to do that every day. uh, Absolutely. So I live in Timberwolves country, and – I think most of us feel like we got lucky getting through the play-in tournament, and uh, especially with all the dysfunction that happened in the last regular season game. But the Wolves are another team only playing a handful of guys, about seven guys per game. And uh, of those seven guys, I really still like Towns at 8,300. I mean, he hasn't done anything in in the play-in tournament to make you not want to play him in this game, too. The only thing is now he's going up against Jokic. Yeah, <laughs> you know Edwards at 8,700, Gobert at 7,300, they're priced about right, and I'd be fine with playing either one of those guys too. I'd love to think that Jalen Noel at 3,400, if he's healthy, might get some minutes and he be playing. And at 3,400, he's the kind of guy that if he can just get you 20, 25 fantasy points, he's the kind of guy that can really help you insert some of those rich, richer guys into your lineup. The other guy though is Alexander Walker at 4,000. To me, he might be in every lineup I have tomorrow. He is now starting, which was a surprise to almost everybody because uh, the aforementioned Tarion Prince had a pretty nice game uh, in the first game, and then he didn't start the second play-in game because Alexander Walker started. So uh, He played on Friday night in that game, played well, 36 fantasy points in about 37 minutes, so I don't see any reason why they wouldn't start him again today. And again at 4,000, I think he's got to be in your lineups. So yeah. Heading over to the Denver side, Jokic could very easily break the slate. You've got somewhat of a tired Minnesota team coming in, going into the altitude. Jokic is rested and ready, and, you know, he's the most expensive player on the slate, 11500 But he might just throw up an 80 for all, you know, wouldn't surprise me in the least. Jamal Murray, good price at 7600 But other than that, uh, I think everybody else, those, those forwards we love playing, uh, the Browns of the world we love playing, are all a little bit too expensive for me for this slate.
0: Fair enough. Um, yeah, you already mentioned, I mean, I've got three plays in this game. I'm not super duper interested in this one. Anytime a team goes up against Denver kind of makes me a little a little iffy. Uh, and even on the Denver side, I mean, if you're not playing Jokic, I mean, there's just so little usage to go around to the other guys usually. But uh, you did mention Jamal Murray at 7,600. Yeah, I think he's a great play, uh, especially he gets a little Minnesota bump here because, you know, even though Minnesota has – uh, you know, former deep boy, uh, Rudy Gobert. bear. Somehow they still give up a whole ton of points. So, uh, so I do like, uh, you know, Jamal Murray a whole lot here. Uh, Aaron Gordon at 6,900 is another guy I'm looking at another mid range guy. If you can't tell, I'm going with a lot of mid range guys, uh, and not a whole lot of uh, stars necessarily. Cause I feel like some of these stars are priced down, especially like Durant's at 9,000 and, uh, you know, uh, booker at 9,100. So, uh, I feel like you, you can definitely squeeze in two of those guys, uh, and go ahead and get a lot of mid range guys. And so, yeah, Aaron Gordon's on my list as well, 6,900. You know, it's a game where uh, you're playing against uh, Minnesota, who's going to have Towns and Gobert out there, presumably. Uh, So they're going to have, you know, you're going to have Gordon playing one of those games where he's close to the basket, which are those are the games where he really uh, shines to me. So Mm -hmm. uh, you might have to come out and guard, you know, Carl Anthony Towns here and there on the three-point line. But I still feel like he's going to be putting up some pretty decent value there. Uh, On the other side, though, let me go ahead and say, lock it in. Rudy Gobert, 7,300. I love it. <laughs> I love this play. Uh, you know, look, maybe it's a little bit of a narrative play. Um, you know, they, they went and got Gobert, uh, traded to or future, you know, went all in, and they need this guy to produce. And, you know, what better time for him to step up than to be guarding the potential MVP, probably not going to win it because it's probably going to be Embiid, but, you know, second place for MVP, uh, Nikola Jokic. Uh, this is a time for Rudy Gobert to shine. And, you know, I think, you know, he could get some block shots against Jokic, obviously. Um, looking for him to get tons of boards because he's going to be in there uh, battling with Jokic constantly. Um, I'm not looking for a whole bunch of points. You're just not looking for that with Rudy Gobert. But, you know, hopefully he hits the double-double uh, bonus for us on DraftKings as well. Uh, 7,300, like you said, it's not like the best price in the world. But, you know, looking at his, you know, game logs, I think he does have that upside to hit, you know, 50 DK points. So uh, this could be that game. Uh, we'll see. I- I'm all over him, though, so I'm hoping it doesn't bite me.
1: <laughs> yeah, honestly, that's not a bad way to think because uh, think about it. If you're Rudy Gobert, all of the miserableness of this season, all of the fans angry, even the even the experts angry for that trade they made, then he throws the punch at the end of the season. All of that's forgotten if he – Carries them into the playoffs always, you know. If he has starts carrying the team like he was supposed to carry the team when they traded for him, all of that stuff is forgotten. That's a pretty good motivation, I would think.
0: If he shuts down uh, Nikola Jokic, you will hear a lot of that be a lot of that stuff be silenced. Of course, that's a very tall order. I don't think it's going to happen, but I think he could do a decent job slowing him down a little bit. So sure. Uh, anyways, let's move on to Thrive Fantasy. We are going to hit some Thrive Fantasy plays here at ThriveFantasy.com. Where you go, you enter promo code ETHOS, you're going to get the first batch up to 250 bucks. I end up with three plays here. Lee, how many did you end up with? I have three also. All right, Well, let me just go ahead and start then. Uh, I do have Devin Booker over 5.5 rebounds, and that's 110 points against the Clippers. Uh, I don't know why this number is so low. and They're offering plus odds. I mean, it's a playoff game. He's going to get 40 minutes. Uh, this one, it's going to be a very competitive game. Uh, I love this play. I think it's, he's going to hit it no problem. So that's my first one there.
1: Yeah, honestly, I took a good look at this, this uh, contest for tomorrow, and uh, it's a contest I'm definitely going to have a lot of plays in. Uh, it, to me, there's a lot of numbers that don't quite look right, and I think a lot of it has to do with the way the se- regular season ended with so many of those numbers, so many of those G League players coming in and getting numbers jacked up. Uh, And then a lot of guys in the play-in tournament, those numbers didn't really count toward these prop bets. So I think there's some real advantages uh, today. My first play is Kevin Durant over 26.5 actual points, and this is worth 95 contest points. And, you know, season average is 29.1. He was on somewhat of a limits, minutes restriction somewhat during the season. And I don't think he'll have any limits today. And I think (laughs) if he stays upright, he's going to at least
0: get that 27 points. So, yeah. Yeah, I like it. I love it. Yeah, some of these lines are just a little confusing here. I'm I'm gonna go with Gobert also over 12.5 rebounds. That's 115 points against Denver. I think the the big draw for me is that it's such a big plus odds play. And uh, I mean, what's Gobert gonna do besides grab rebounds and block shots? I mean, that's what he's paid for. So, uh, so yeah, I like the over on the 12.5 rebounds there. What's your next play there?
1: Yeah, that Gobert pick is great. I didn't see that one right away. So Chris yeah. Paul, I've got over six and a half assists. It's only worth eighty points. So yeah. like we talked about he's before, it's going to hit it easily. <laughs> this is Thrive telling you that it's going to hit it. You know, his average for the season was eight point nine, which is yeah. over two and a half more than what the prop bet is. And this is playoff Chris Paul. So yeah. you know, if, like I said, if he got
0: fourteen assists tomorrow today, it wouldn't surprise me in the least. Yeah, that's uh, that's crazy low. I don't understand that. Uh, last one I've got here for you guys is again Aaron Gordon over five point five rebounds. It's just five point five rebounds, and that's ninety five points against Minnesota. Again, I feel like uh, with Gobert and uh, you know Towns in there, he's going to be forced to stay a little bit closer to the basket. And I love when when Aaron go- Aaron Gordon is operating inside and playing that two man uh, you know game with Jokic. It's just a beauty to see sometimes. So uh, I'm looking for him to go over on his rebounds there. What's your last one, there, Lee?
1: Go back to the Timberwolves game. Nikayle Alexander Walker, also known as Nah, to most of us, uh, <laughs> yeah. over 10 and a half points and assists. I think this is a really good example of that the prop uh, bet setter didn't take into account that he's now starting. Didn't take into account the numbers that that were accumulated by uh, Alexander Walker during those playing games. And so I think uh, that 10.5 points and assists is still artificially low. I think this is probably the easiest money in the whole contest.
0: Yeah, that is uh, definitely too low. Um, I think, you know, one thing you can do with a slate like this where there's a lot of, like, it looks like easy plays is you can be contrarian on, like, one of them and win, win against the field. So that's one thing I will point out there. I don't have a play for that, unfortunately. Maybe I'll think about some more and give it to you guys on the lineup block show. So there's some incentive to go ahead and tune in. Well, but uh, Your, your Go Bear play was pretty contrarian. If it's, what did you say it was with? 130 or 115, something like that? 115 for the over 12.5. Yeah. I mean, I don't feel like that's super contrarian, but uh, I'll, I'll think about it a little bit more but well but uh, you can definitely go against the field a little bit you know i wouldn't go under on the uh, like chris Paulis or something like that that just seems crazy but uh, i'll have to think about it a little bit more but that's gonna do it for us guys that is our DraftKings kings plays and thrive fancy plays for uh sunday <laughs> we are in the four game slate here we are uh, i am keith cork you can find me on twitter at at bsbp keith and lee where can people find you and your work find me on twitter as well at lee from fargo Absolutely. Uh, Go follow my guy. He's an excellent follow. And uh, until next time, everybody, go get that money.
1: You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks?